Hello everybody, I hope you're having an excellent day or night. Today I'm going to talk about the self-inquiry process, which is something that we develop in this path when we have realized who we are. Uh, in fact, self-inquiry can be used for somebody who is still in the process of recognizing that essence of being because it deals with the question, who am I? And if we take this question to its maximum uh, investigation, because there is no true answer to this, uh, there is only the recognition of beingness. So if we take this question, we inevitably end in the self or pure consciousness uh, the unborn, the unmanifested, and so many other names that we have heard about it. That's what we are, is that essence of everything else. So, self-inquiry can be used certainly for that, but in this method, in this path, we arrive to this conclusion after the investigation of what we're not. And so, after we go through the process of knowing what we aren't, we are left with that essence, with that field of me, of beingness. And when we return from this investigation, when we face reality again, well, clearly enough, the conditioned mind will come back at full force. It's going to make it stand to uh, preserve itself because it is looking for comfort again. And so we may question again, why, uh, why am I falling into these patterns if I recognize who I am? And you know, all these questions may arise. And so the teaching is to continue to do self-inquiry because you see the formulation of my problems is usually with me. There is no other problem that isn't revolving around me. In other words, I am the one suffering the problems or I am the one posing the questions to the problems. And even if we enter that, let's say, the geopolitical problems of the world, right? That hasn't anything to do with me, right? Not really, because you are the one who is saying that that is a problem, you see? And there must be a feeling of rejection to that situation and it's coming from you. So the question here would be, who is the one who is suffering the problem? Who is the one who is affected by the problem? Now, there are many subtleties individually that we have to understand and we need to navigate, uh, but in general it feels as a sort of um, a membrane or a tension, uh, a film of mind that is resisting reality, that is resisting some situation, something about the world and our life uh, experience. So that's what we want to inquire into. Who is that? Now, there are a couple of things that re are revealed here. The first one is that self-inquiry brings us back to pure being, to the observer, 
to the witness, um, to the self that is not involved in the mental activity. See, so it's bring, it first brings us back there. And then it also reveals what is the activity of the mind that is producing all of this. Now, when the activity of the mind is divested from the identity of self, it just, it's just an activity. There's nothing to it. There is just um, movement. There is a story. There is no character there. There is just a story. So, for example, in our awareness, that looks like when you look at a landscape. You're not involved in the landscape. You're just uh, observing the landscape. Nothing is strange about this. There's nothing other than just what is. And so self-inquiry brings us to that point in which we uh, return to the essence of self, which is just the awareness of the situation. And we're not rejecting the situation, but we're also not embodying it. We're not getting involved. We're not attaching to it. So there's no aversion nor attachment. We remain as the presence of that which is happening. And this is a, a constant recognition that we should do when we first embark in this path because the conditioned mind, like I said, is going to return. It's going to uh, make its, uh, its appearance over and over again because of all the comforts and things that is, um, is used to. So we need to practice this as often as possible so we can create this, uh, this awareness. It, sim it simply is a, a cycle of awareness onto what is not. That's why we have gone through the process already of knowing what I am not, mind, body, and we reveal what the ego is. And so we are able to recognize it when it's acting out. We're also able to perceive what is left without the activity of the mind, which is the essence of meditation and who we truly are. And now we are in the process of facing reality, of looking at reality as it is, so we can uh, live from this integration of pure self. So these are the dynamics of what's necessary and important to create at the beginning. So. We begin to exercise this self-inquiry all the time, any reactivity that comes after a situation or interaction with somebody. Uh, we bring about this self-awareness. We become the observer, as it were, at this point, and we simply see what's happening. We're not judging it. We're not uh, in investing ourselves into it. We're simply observing what is. And there is nothing to be done there. There is just simply observing. When we practice this long enough, what we are reinforcing is the presence of myself as the witness, as the observer, as that which is experiencing everything at the moment. We dissolve the character of the ego. We are taking our power back to ourselves and leaving the separate self or the ego powerless by simply 
reinforcing our presence. There's nothing else to it. You will see that the mind will continue to come, like I said, and will try to have an explanation, will try to give a new identity to itself because it's being divested from it. So it's going to try to attach to something else and you should be able to see this as the process, as we have learned, the process of simply realizing what I'm not. What is it that I truly am in the face of experience? And this, again, returns all the energy of our attention back to us so we can put it to use in the way that we want, creatively. That's what we are. We are, we are creative creatures. But all that power of creation is being given to a separate self, to a story, to a character that we have been reinforcing. There's nothing wrong with creating that character, but as somebody who is in the spiritual path, we need to return that power, that energy to the self. Well, this is the process. This is what we learn in the first phase of the direct path. We learn to understand all the mechanics of how the mind creates the stories and the ego. And we learn to discern between that which is being created uh, automatically without our will, it's just unconscious creation from the power of creation, which is consciousness. The only energy that exists comes from awareness. We return that energy to it so we can now consciously use it. So part of this process of going back to reality is to see um, where the power lies. See, to recognize it at any given moment, every time, without the confusion of, is this really me who is doing it? Who am I in the face of circumstances? Self-inquiry helps us to establish this presence and to know who we are in the presence of what we're not, so we don't get involved with it. And eventually this becomes its own activity, meaning that what is being manifested, what we're seeing as our experience, is an activity that is done by me. But I am not that. And now I am in control, as it were, of where my attention goes, where my energy is expended. This is the power of becoming aware of who you are. And in this way, deconditioning everything that so far you have been taught to believe that you are. And you have been taught to believe this by no other than you. You are the one accepting all of these beliefs. You can now see how this path is the path of knowing rather than believing because we can only know through awareness and that's what we're realizing. That's all I got for today. I wanted to talk about self-inquiry and explain a little bit more how this um, recognition, it's a simple recognition. Self-inquiry can be summarized as, uh, as Ra says it in the Law of One. Know yourself, that would be know that you are the awareness of reality. Accept yourself as that awareness of reality. No longer the ego, no longer the separate self, 
all of that is gone in the knowing of the self. You can only know yourself by knowing what you're not. That's the apophatic method that I have talked about in the past. The neti neti process or via negativa in Latin. It is knowing what I am in the face of what I'm not. Describing yourself in terms of negation or realizing there's no description there. And then there is the acceptance of that which you are, pure awareness. If you can accept this, which is the hardest part, I have to say, of this process, to accept that this is really what you are, just pure awareness and not the stories of the mind, then all that energy is back to you. It's going back to you and it, it resides their potential. That's becoming the creator, according to Ra, is simply becoming all that there is, as they say. Becoming all that there is includes this whole experience. You are everything. Every thought, every situation, every feeling, every emotion. That is the full return of the self, self-aware, enlightened with its own being. I hope this was helpful to all of you. And I really have nothing else to say, but just encourage you to get into this practice of self-inquiry, knowing who you are, asking, who is, who is this? Who is suffering? Who is the one who is posing the problem? Investigate that. Take good care of yourself and I hope to see you in the next video.